This is Douglas Minis. Hey, 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 short rounds, Benson Burners. My name is Doug, and this is Doug Loves Minis, the show that rarely has audio problems because every episode sounds kind of shitty. Coming to you from Mini HQ in Hwood on Tuesday, November 3rd, 2015. Well, sorry our second try in Tampa didn't turn out so good. But we're making a new Doug Loves Movies tonight at Meltdown Comics in L.A. that you can attend at 7 o'clock or you can download sometime tomorrow. Wednesday night, I'm interrupting Hancock. Never seen it. Can you believe it? A few tickets left for it, I think, over at uh, cinefamily.org. Or you could go through douglovesmovies.com to also find out more about Fun 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 Fest this weekend in Austin, Texas, and Doug Loves Movies at Zany's in Nashville next Tuesday. douglovesmovies.com. That's douglovesmovies.com. The challenge continues. Number 243, I saw How to Dance in Ohio on HBO. HBO documentary films are killing it. I never, I never watch one that I don't like. And this one is no exception. It's a look at a dance thrown for young adults with autism. And it's sensitive, moving, and informative might make you change how you deal with people who are on the spectrum might make you feel like you're on the spectrum yourself Doug digs it number 244 I saw truth I already talked about it a little on Doug loves movies Uh, was that in the Tampa episode anyway I found it to be an enthralling Yes, it was the Tampa episode, so I do not, I'm not mad at anybody for turning off the Tampa episode because of how terrible the sound was. Uh, That whole kind of thing where you have a room full of 300 people and you can barely hear them, like not uh, not being able to hear the audience laugh or not laugh at each given joke. And then the follow-up joke, if they didn't laugh, you know what I mean? Like, the whole timing of it is just ruined by not being able to hear the audience. Remember when they put an episode of uh, Big Bang Theory on, uh, on, on YouTube, but they took out all the audience laughter and how weird it was? That's how I felt about this episode of Doug Loves Movies. Listen to it while you can, because I'm, uh, I'm lobbying to just have it pulled from the internet entirely. But some people want to hear it, so it's up for now. Back to truth. It's an enthralling, if not necessarily flashy, look at what happened to cause the ends of the careers of respected journalists Dan Rather and Mary Mapes. Producer Mary Mapes is played by Kate Blanchett. Uh, Dan Rather's played by Robert Redford. And I cannot say enough about either of their performances but especially Redford, because you're looking at him going, yeah, that's Robert Redford, but I'm seeing Dan Rather. It's it's quite a good performance. And it's an important story about journalism, politics, and the corporations that own it all. Doug Diggs, what do you guys think of truth? 
Close Hanger 13 says slowish political journalism flick, but strong, compelling performances. Okay, I, I didn't find it slowish, but I also understand why why someone might. It's not the most fast-paced movie, but boy, did I uh, I just got into it for some reason. Maybe it's just because I, you know, uh, it's just nice to uh, continue to bash Bush. I think we should never stop bashing Bush for uh, for things that he did. And what a shitty president he was. I just saw somebody, oh, Trump today was on TV saying that Obama's a horrible president. And it's just like, well, then what's Bush? I mean, I don't like everything that Obama's done, but holy crap. Sorry to get so political on you guys, but that's just sort of, that's just where my head's at these days. I'm just really interested in uh, in the... Uh, and the whole political process that's going on. And also, truth is also not being seen by people. Like, people aren't aren't into it. Oh, Devin Decker saw it, and he said, great performances, can't save it from being boring. See, there you go. We're back to... Some people think it's boring, but, man, I have rarely said about a movie that it has great performances and is boring. Those two, uh, those two things kind of uh, fight each other, in my opinion. But... I bet you there's examples of that in my life. Movie number 245, I saw I Smile Back, starring my friend Sarah Silverman. While it's tough for me to not be biased, she's fucking great in this very heavy movie. It is not a comedy by any stretch. I mean, I barely smiled while watching it. Just at a couple of things. A couple of little moments. I'm going to say Doug digs it, but I'm also going to say that viewing it is not a fun experience. The only one of you guys that saw it was uh, Jeff Carpala, and he says, Powerful performance from Silverman, but a little hashtag rich white people problems. Which is, uh, (laughs) that's funny, because I, I, I did notice recently that people that aren't white never have drug or alcohol or fidelity problems. They've got it all together in all three of those areas. It's just rich white people that have those problems. But you're right, it is about uh, people who are affluent having those problems, but there's still massive problems to have. And unfortunately, rich people are in some cases more likely to have uh, drinking and drug problems because they can afford it uh movie number 246 speaking of things that aren't fun when i finished watching housebound netflix suggested that i'd like pernicious well netflix uh there's a huge difference between a well-made horror comedy and pernicious which is just not scary or funny torture porn what do you guys have to say about it I don't know how many people saw pernicious but I'm looking it up right now only my pal Dunaj underscore Andrew who saw it as movie number 319 in his challenge he says pernicious is sexy confusing no clue what was going on I kind of knew what was going on and didn't find it sexy. Maybe a little sexy. It's basically like Charmed goes to Thailand. 
Because it's just three hot girls who go to Thailand, and then before you know it, people are being physically tortured and torn apart and uh, committing Harry Carey on themselves. Harry Carey, that's not the right word for it. Number 247, Manson Family Vacation on Netflix. I never would have expected a movie with Manson in the title to be this much fun. Indie filmmaking at its most interesting and entertaining. Uh, kudos to the Duplass brothers. Jay stars in this one. Mark was just behind the scenes. But uh, they're doing a lot of good stuff. I haven't watched, much to my embarrassment, I haven't watched any of the show Transparent because where is it is available? Like Amazon or something? Uh, so I haven't seen any of it. But uh, Jay Duplass is in that. And he's in Manson Family Vacation. And um, the dude that co-stars in Manson Family Vacation, Linus Phillips, is, uh, is an interesting dude. I'm going to try to see if he's in other stuff that I can watch. Because I enjoyed his performance. Uh, the only guys, the only people that have watched it amongst you all is Pat Patrick Morales saw it as movie 278 and uh, Clothes Hanger 13 uh, saw it as 282 Duplass Brothers are the best kind of weird I can agree with that thanks for listening as always Leah Remini is a hero and Scientology is a shithead this is Douglas Mini.